We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. Bears. Low remix today. Gabe Ramirez along with Marshall Harris from CBS 2. He's going to be on today 4, 5, 6, 10. 4, 5, 6, 10 to CBS 2. And, and people love remixes, by the way. They do. I don't know if they love it on the score. Oh, dang. <laughs> they love dang. Bernstein and Holmes. Look, I'm going to pretend like y'all love me until y'all tell me that you yeah. hate me. And then even after you tell me you hate me, I'm going to be like, you know what? My mama told me when I was five, everybody ain't going to like you. That's true. That's something, especially on the text line, you got to know that. But they do love you. They, somebody texted in from the 773. Say, get him, Marshall. Gabe loves those underachievers owned by the Reinsdorfs. Both think they're entitled to just show up. I do love my – listen, it's not just the Reinsdorfs. It's the McCaskies. It's the Ricketts. It's it's whoever is in You this. love everything Chicago. Yeah, I do. Okay. I, I got to be honest. I, I really do, and I, you, I, they can do no wrong. Wait, when, when your parents uh, raised you, um, yeah. they loved you, right? Yeah. But when you did something wrong, they held you accountable, right? Maybe. So – I think we need to hold all our family members accountable. But at the end, though, even after they hit, I got my butt whooped, I would still get love, though, at the end. Of course. But you got your butt whooped. Mm. I, don't I, think, like, I think people... I'm not on, I'm, I don't do uh, TV. I'm not a reporter. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to stick to my Homer opinions. I don't know. I like it. It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris hanging out here on 670 to score till 2 o'clock. We got Patrick Finley. Joining us uh, just after 1230. Make sure you guys are here for that. Meantime, we get to begin this or restart this conversation about the Chicago Bears. And there's someone on the phone lines that that has an interesting comment about Justin Fields. Let's go out there. If you have an, uh, anything to say, the lines are open. 312-644-6767. Let's go to Tracy out in Naperville. Tracy, what do you got to say about Justin Fields? Oh, man, appreciate you taking my call, first of all. But I want to take Gabe where he was trying to go with the Martin Luther uh, King theme. Uh, okay, where was I trying to go? Take, well, I, that I interpreted it. Uh, it's going to take a Herculean effort for uh, Fields to win Chicago because Chicago is not a black quarterback town per se because they had Vince Evans at, at one time and they could have drafted Dak Prescott. He was on the board several uh, rounds be, before he was picked. Well, let me interject there. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say, I think. The Bears are okay with the black quarterback since their GM is black and their team the president, president is I black. Good. Like uh, I think uh, our, our. I hear where you're going. I see what you're saying. Mitch Trubisky over like a Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. I, I'd rather have Trubisky over Watson because 
because of the thing, because of Watson, because of the thing, yeah, because oh, of Watson, because okay, of the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, I'm just, but like I'm if we went that. to go draft again, I'm sure you'd probably say you'd want Watson. I would love the skill set that Watson brings <laughs> to the table more than <laughs> Mitch Trubisky's skill set, absolutely. But what I'm talking about is if he would have came to Chicago, no, I, I don't listen. I don't gonna. think Justin Fields being a black quarterback is. I think he's he's good. He's good to go. Yeah, I I uh, I, I I see where you're trying to go. I got a lot of group chats that that are in that space. But um, not not right now. Not right now. I think everybody's on board with Justin Fields. I think it's just, uh, you know, you had some Mitch Trubisky's in there. What are you supposed to do after that? But I don't think that's what I was trying to say when I was making my MLK. No, I think you were more on a personal sentiment. I was. Most, that's why you, you bit your proverbial tongue. I did, because I, I know better. Or maybe you actually just bit moments. your tongue. It was, the, it was my lip. Okay. <laughs> it was my lip, Marshall. Um, let's talk about these Chicago Bears and the position that they're in right now. It's almost like a, a christening, like a like where you're, you're everything starts anew and fresh. Do you think that they're too like they're too in a, in their infancy stage to create some sort of noise next year? And the reason I I bring that up is because I try to I try to think like next year is it another year of evaluation with no. this with this team? No, because here, here's why it's not another year of evaluation. Because you're bringing in a bunch, bunch of new guys. You're going to have to redo the defense. You're redoing the offense, essentially. So so is it like a, hey, we're putting it together, and then the next offseason is where we're going to tighten things no. up and lock it down? No, and can I tell you why? Okay. They've already evaluated everything that's on the roster. It wasn't much to evaluate. Uh, that's my point. It's right. already been, a, but it's evaluated. You know what you have. Your job as your manager is evaluated. If you're bringing in new players and you're talking about evaluating them, no. You evaluate, and that's why you bring players in. That's you're not evaluating other people's players anymore. It's your team now. So t- so talk to me about next year and what that looks like for 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 the Chicago Bears. Is it it's because pl- what it sounds like you're saying is he's he, during this offseason have an opportunity to create the roster that he wants after evaluating the team. So it's playoffs or bust for you. They should be right there at they should be in the discussion for a playoff spot. I mean only only seven teams in the in the conference out of the sixteen make a playoff spot. Right. That's just over just under half. I'm sorry. So if you're not there, well, why did it? What happened? You had a whole off season to get all your problems fixed. Maybe it's teams are just better. That's, it, what, be, that's what I think the Bears are going to run into next year. Where you know you're going to have a good team, but other teams are just better. No, no, no. It, it's okay if you don't make the playoffs if you're right there at the end. So like but the if, Lions. Yeah, if you're, you know what? If they have a if they have the season that the Lions had this past except season, the, except the starting one and six, that part. Okay, that's that's fair, okay. but what I'm saying is, like, you look at the games that, they, like, even the games that they lost on the back half of the season. You watched the Thanksgiving Day, day game yeah. against oh Buffalo, gosh. yeah, right? You there was no point where you're like, there's no way the Lions can win this game. It was more like, are they gonna win this game? <laughs> like, right. but as the games went on, you were like, oh, okay, the Lions, they're 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 legit now, and you saw what they did, obviously, to the Bears. I, I think the goal is not to say. Oh, that team was just better than us. You're supposed to be building a contending team, right? So you got to win the games. You got to win the games. Do you think next year, Jared Goff would be better than will be better than Justin Fields? I can't answer that question until I know the weapons that Justin Fields has in front of him. But on the surface, Jared Goff could very well be better than Justin Fields. Sucks to hear that. It well, no, I'm just saying do, as a fan. Do I'm, you agree or disagree? Sucks to hear that. <laughs> yeah, because you agree and you don't want to go against the McCaskies. I, I, no, I get no, it. No, no, okay, okay. Well, that's why I posed the question because, listen, I'm a big fan of Amon Ross St. Brown. 
Love him as a wide receiver. Love Reynolds. Love what they got going on over there. But but you got a St. Brown too. Don't forget that. The, the whack one. <laughs> but but and I, I want to be very clear. I was very on board with him getting uh, the extension because I thought yeah. he was the best wide receiver that the Bears brought in out of out of that group. But the 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 thing is that that separates the two is that you know Jared Goff's a gunslinger. Jared Goff don't care. Jared Goff will just throw the ball. He 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 does not care. And I I just want that from Justin Fields. And I think if if Justin Fields can somehow recreate that, then I think he will be the better quarterback. Is Justin Fields going to have an Aiden Hutchinson on the other side? Like the defense has is to Aiden do his H- job too. Yeah, but Aiden Hutchinson ain't catching the ball. I I understand that, right. but you you put the offense in bad spots as a defense, right? And you're going to come up with some similar style results. So you're saying that Justin Fields, if let's say they do address the defense, that Justin Fields is then going to be able to close out games and score in the final no, two no, and a half minutes? No, no. I'm I mean, asking, I'm asking. Just, Justin, I'm just asking. Justin Fields already had chances to close out games. Yeah, yeah. You had guys <laughs> trying to pick up extra yards <laughs> on special teams and fumbling the ball. You had guys just putting the ball on the ground, trying to catch a punt. There's a lot of things that went wrong. Right, but at the end of the day, Justin Fields did have some opportunities and did not make it happen. You can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on, but until it happens, it hasn't happened yet. I guess the big issue I have, Marshall, is the assumption that if he has an offensive line and a wide receiver, another one, because he's not going to get two, he's going to get one, that all of a sudden Justin Fields is just fixed. No, no, I he still has to process faster. I, we we both agree on that. Yeah. Regardless of what happens, he's got to process faster. Uh, I, I think, though, those are steps in the right direction. Like I said, don't give him all these obstacles to overcome. Just right. give him, like, one obstacle to overcome. Yeah. I wish I wish I would have just saw a little bit more from him. But you already got the tattoo. What, what, what more do you want to see? Well, I have I have every Bears quarterback that's ever played have their tattoo, like, a running list of their names. Oh, Nathan Peterman? La- oh, yeah. Last week of the season? Oh, were you? Super Bowl or bust. Hey, he didn't Nathan. throw an interception. <laughs> he didn't throw an interception. That, that was an improvement. Speaking of the big game, let's go back out to the phone lines right here. Someone has an interesting question for us. Uh, 312-644-6767. Let's go out to Mike. Men, uh, and Let's go out to Mike. Uh, he has a, an interesting take on how far the Bears can go with Justin Fields. Mike, what's up? Hi, guys. I really enjoyed the show this morning. You guys are really good together on the radio. Thank you. Appreciate that. Um, I, I think there's just one question that needs to be asked about this uh, debate regarding Justin Fields. The simple question, I know you're going to get a lot of opinions on this, but can you win a Super Bowl with him? It- okay. Okay. I love this. I love where you're going. Thanks for the call, Mike. I well, appreciate that's, that. Well, that, that's the question for every team and every quarterback. I mean, yeah. Yeah, but you can definitively say that probably about 60% of the quarterbacks in the league. That they can't win a Super Bowl? No, no, no. That they oh. either can or can't. Either can or can't. Okay. Uh, no, it's up in the air you know, because you're dependent on teams with probably the other 40%. So where does Justin Fields lie? Is he is he in the yes, they can, no, they can, or is he in the where still remains to be seen? If the, que- if the answer to the question is no, then he shouldn't be your starting quarterback. So I'm going to say the answer is yes. Okay, I'm trying to think of other quarterbacks that are in that position where the answer would be no, but they're still the quarterback. There's lots of teams like that. Like Justin Herbert? No, I'm talking about like Geno Smith. <laughs> okay, <laughs> where he might be the quarterback next year. Joe and Flacco. still no. Okay. Okay, he's won a Super Bowl, but can okay, but okay. Let's 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 think about it. Can Marcus Bears, Mariota? Of course, the Bears can win the Super Bowl with with, with a Justin Fields. Okay, so, so so you know what his potential is, and you see him getting to the potential. That's that's, that's what the you're question. saying. No, that's the part. That's the mystery. 
can he reach that potential? That's that's the the big mystery. You know, does he have the does he have the capability of of of, of if, if he were to get to that space to be that dude? Yes, I, I think we all can agree on that. Can he? Can he? Can Patrick Williams score eighteen points a game? We don't know. We want him to. We think he can, but we don't know if he will. Can Justin Fields? Don't hit me with the apples to oranges thing because I, I see him. I see him. I'm just listening to you. Go, go. I'm, well, I'm, because because I, I see Justin Fields and I say to myself, I look at I look at the, the the playoffs right now. I look at like you know Daniel Jones. Can he be that and better? Yes. You know I look at Josh Allen. Can he be Josh Allen? Ugh, initially, I want to say no. You know, can he be Pat Mahomes? No. Do I want him to be? Do I do I hope and pray to the little baby Jesus that he can? Yes. Please, baby Jesus, have give Justin Fields an arm for Christmas. He has an arm. Fine. In your mind, give him. Please give him the ability to read defenses and throw it quickly. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. There's lots of guys who have arms. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Then let me let me ask. Let me let me change Mike's question a sec a little bit. Go ahead, tweak that thing. If he doesn't, right? He gets better as a passer, but still doesn't necessarily get the ball out as quick as we want to or make those decisions. Can can they win a Super Bowl with that quarterback? One that still has the the legs, gets a little bit better as a passer, but isn't an elite quarter elite passer in the NFL. Your defense is gonna have to be real good. Okay, fair uh, enough. And I, I don't fair. know if I mean I, I I'll answer all these questions in full once Ryan Poles has put his roster together. Okay. I'll answer all these questions in full. I, I have all the hope in the world that Justin Fields Do you believe in Ryan Poles and his ability to do it? I don't know. Really? I don't know. I believe in I believe in his because, because he's still new or because you're basing that off of what he's done in the, his first offseason. Yeah, he hasn't not, not enough has transpired okay. for me to make that. a judgment on him. Just like not enough has transpired with a good roster for me to make the judgment. Like I'll say this: I believe in Matt Eberflus just because he got a team that was not that good to compete. Even right. like there's three and fourteen teams, or I guess in the past three and thirteen, depending on how far you want to go back, who looked like awful. And we're getting blown out every week. That wasn't the case with these Bears. Right. They still put up a fight, still worked hard, just felt like a couple of things were missing to make it to make the Bears be on the other side of the outfield. There were a lot of games with 10 minutes to play where it was a one-score game. Yeah. And then two years ago, there was a lot of games with 10 minutes to play, and they were down 20. Exactly. So a big so, difference there. So, yeah. And okay. you could argue they had more talent two years ago. I like it. Okay. So listen, I'm here for this conversation. So so so, so tell I, me more about how the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl. So <laughs> the Bear the Bears are going to win the Super Bowl when they get in the, get enough talent, coached by the right coaches with the right scheming, and the quarterback is playing well enough. All right, uh, we are going to ask that very question to our next guest, Patrick Finley is going to be jumping on the show, and does he think that the Bears can win a Super Bowl with Justin Fields as their quarterback? We'll get that answer on the other side. It's Gabe Ramirez. Marshall Harris filling in for Dan Bernstein and Lawrence Holmes. And we'll be back with more Bears conversation right here on Chicago Sports Radio, 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. 
Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bernstein and Holmes. Middays 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 670 The Score. And 670thescore.com. In Odyssey Station. No Bernstein, no Holmes. It is Gabe Ramirez and Marshall Harris from CBS 2. Make sure you guys check them out. 4, 5, 6, and 10. Be anchoring the sports over there. Sportsing. Doing his thing. Probably just piggybacking on whatever we're saying here. Probably all the sports. Take, I, not piggybacking. We, probably got, just take we got some all, original ideas. Probably just take all our takes from today. Wow. <laughs> I'll be watching. I'll, I'll be watching my wife and I'll be like, ooh, ooh. We were talking. <laughs> Give me the, the Leonardo DiCaprio the point. <laughs> I'm gonna be like uh, Ronaldo, and I'm gonna say those are all my all my takes, even though they're actually his. Um, we are continuing our Chicago Bear conversation, specifically, uh, can the Bears win a, the big game uh, with Justin Fields as their quarterback? And to answer that question, joining us right now on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline, Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Of course, uh, he covers the Bears and the NFL for the Chicago Sun Times. Talking about none other than Pat Finley. Pat, what up? Hey, how are you guys? Hanging in there. Um, so we were having a, a healthy discussion about Justin Fields and and you know Marshall over here is saying, hey, you got to have a, a good defense in order for the Bears to even consider the possibility of winning the big game. Um, where are you at with with Justin Fields and and how how far he can take you um, to that mountaintop? I, I think you have to have a good everything to win a game like that. You know, you look at some of the games we saw last night. You know, the Ravens have a great defense, but not much on offense, and ultimately they fall short. You know, the Vikings have a, a wonderful offense and not much defense, and, and they fall short. You need balance there. And, boy, the Bears' talent level is uh, so diminished at this point that to talk about which unit is better uh, is just kind of silly. Uh, they need more, more talent on offense. They need better protection, and they need a defense that can stop somebody. You know, their defensive line was historically bad for them. Their defense was historically bad the last four weeks of the season. It was the worst in football. They got to get better all the way around. And then Justin needs to get a little bit better. I think Justin, I, I think you can win with him absolutely. But, you know, they haven't come close to surrounding him with the kind of talent that they need to do so. And see, Patrick, that, that, that's, that's been my whole thing. I'm not here to say bad things about Justin Fields. I'm just objectively saying, hey, I would like to see him win a game with his arm. But when you only won three games all season, <laughs> that might be asking for too much because I would also just like to see him win a game. So do, do you feel like that's the last like missing link for him? Because we talked about the fact that you know the CPU has to be at a certain rate if you're a quarterback, being able to process things, make decisions, and then make the throw. I mean, to me, it's pretty simple because I believe he has the arm and can do it. But at some point, you have to actually go out there and do it. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's the difference when you get in debates with, with Bears fans and people who follow the team, and even other people who cover the team. It's you know, it's one thing to believe he can; it's another to say that he has to, and that he has not yet. Both of those things are true. I mean, you know, you look around at some of the ways these games ended. You know, it's not his fault that Darnell Mooney dropped the ball at the goal line against the Commanders. It's not his fault that Amir Smith Marset tried to do too much and fumbled the ball on the sideline against the Vikings. In both cases, if 
he has kind of, you know, league average production at receiver, maybe it's a different story. But, but we still need to see it. I mean, we're still at the point where we're projecting with him what he might do, what he might, you know, what, what he could do if you gave him, you know, a better supporting cast. Uh, you know, this upcoming season, he's going to have a better supporting cast. It's going to be really hard. It would be really hard to have a worse one. Let's put it that way. And, and now we'll see. I believe it's in him. I believe he has uh, the skill set to be a, a, a very good quarterback in this league. But like you said, we've we got to see it. And anybody who says that they've seen it so far uh, is lying because we have. Yeah, you're lying, Gabe. Yeah, I'm, I'm a liar. I, 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 think we, I think we all know that. Pat, I'm old enough to remember having to wait for a file to download, you know, where you'd see the percentage increasing as it, as it was waiting to download. If I were downloading Justin Fields, what percent complete is he right now? Oh, 70? 75? I mean, you know, as a passer, he is among the worst in the league, and that's got to get better. Uh, you know, some of that is, you know, the fact that he's had three different offensive systems in the last three years. You know, just bringing him back under Luke Getty, where he doesn't have to learn a playbook from scratch, is going to be different. <laughs> it's going to be a welcome upgrade from what he's had so far. Uh, you know, we need to see him make those throws. As a runner, there are very few in the history of the league who have been better at the position. And, you know, and that's gotten him, uh, you know, maybe that 70% of the way through. I am old enough to remember that while you were doing that, you would listen to that loud ringing that your phone would give. The, <laughs> the, the, American, the America Online. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 I didn't want to do it, but you did it. Um, yeah, and, uh, and I think we're going to be hearing that for a while. But I think he's on the right trajectory as we sit here right now. Now we need to see what happens in the offseason. We need to see are they going to get, you know, a tackle or two for him? Are they going to get a receiver that is dangerous? Or are they going to try to improve the defense so the guy's not playing from, you know, 14 points down? Uh, you know, if they can do that and start making steps, you know, I think by this time next year we should know. And that's going to be a really, really critical point because, you know, at the end of his third season, I think we should all have a decent idea of whether Justin Fields is good or not. And, and with, Mitch Trubisky, with Mitch Trubisky, we kind of knew that he wasn't. And, uh, and then the Bears could operate you know, from there if it turns out that he's not, uh, that he's not what they think. But I, I think they're pretty optimistic about him. To your point, a couple of things. 70 and 75 sounded so different when you said them in terms of the percent low. Yeah, like yeah. 70, 70 sounded like, low. Uh, and 75, okay, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just, just want to point that out. So I, hopefully closer to 75 than 70%. And also to your point, Bears fans, you know how it is. Show me the baby. I don't want to hear about the labor pains. I don't want to hear any more of that. I just want to see the file downloaded. And at some point, you have to be like, I don't think this file is going to download. We need to get, you know, mm. try a new program, a new way of downloading this file. Uh, I, I, I just think the, the one thing that people are arguing about right now when it comes to Justin Fields is like whether you think he is the guy, whether you think he's got more to prove. Um, tell me if you if you believe, like, from what you've seen from Ryan Poles, this question was just posed to me, so I'm going to pose it to you, someone who's there all the time. Is, is, is he ready to like make the decisions that are going to make this franchise better and good enough to compete for a playoff spot next year? Shoot, I hope so. I mean, a playoff spot might be a bit of a stretch. Remember, this is the worst team in football we're talking about right now. But he's going to try and get them close. And you know, he's got the most money in the league to spend in terms of cap space. He's got this number one pick. Boy, it'd be nice if he had the first pick of the second round, too, but that's a different conversation. 
uh, he is going to, for the first time, uh, make moves uh, in the interest of getting them better in the short term. We really haven't seen that. Even Chase Claypool is probably the only real risk he took to try to improve the team immediately. And even that was presented the day they did it as, you know, hey, by the time we get him in here and get him used to the system, you know, you know then next year will be that much easier. It was presented as, I like him better than he's going to be on the free agent market this upcoming offseason. You know, he wasn't brought in to try to, you know, uh, see if this team can go 7-10. and 10. He was brought in for next season. So I, I think those, uh, you, know, you know, the jury is absolutely still out on, you know, what polls can do when he's trying to make that big improvement. But, you know, as of right now, uh, <laughs> this is the time to do it. If you don't do it this offseason, uh, I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, he's, uh, a lot of people are going to be coming down hard on him if, if he's not making the right moves or what, what we think is a fan base is the right moves. We're talking to Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times. Here on 670 The Score, I'm Gabe Ramirez alongside Marshall Harris filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. You know, I saw on Twitter, Pat, that, you know, you were responding to, to Bears Nation and would you rather be 13-4 and four and make it to the division round playoffs and lose or have the number one pick? And you were, you were pretty adamant about which of the two you prefer. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Bears fans have spent all season uh, convincing themselves that, lo- that getting that draft pick is more important than winning. And, you know, somebody had tweeted immediately after the Vikings lost, well, would you rather be 13-4 and four and lose in the first round of playoffs, or would you rather have the number one pick? And I, I just couldn't believe that somebody would sit there and <laughs> decide that the Bears were in a better position organizationally. Than Ridiculous. The now, 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 we can part, you and I can sit here and parse, okay, they're the luckiest 13-4 and four teams in the history of football, and that is absolutely true. But in terms of stability, in terms of what they have, uh, I mean, they have Justin Jefferson. <laughs> I, you know, getting Justin Jefferson off that roster, you can have everything else affiliated with the Bears, and, and, and I'd be good with that. And I just I, – I, I don't understand the satisfaction that Bears fans uh, have gotten by losing. And, you know, the point of this whole thing is to try to, try to win games, right? And, and once it was clear that their season was an absolute bust, you know, you want to root for the first pick, great. You want to be excited about the first pick, that's awesome. The first pick is going to drive content and be worth a thousand conversations at bars every day this offseason until the Bears make a decision. That is totally fine with me. But to sit there and present it as, uh, as being further along organizationally than a franchise that, uh, you know, just hosted a playoff game is, is, is silly. And, and I followed up on Twitter with this is, you know, when the Bears double joint uh, in 2018 and lost their home playoff game, they were 12-4. and four. It was the most wins they'd have had in, I think, 13 years. If a Cardinal fan would have walked up to you uh, that next day and said, we have the number one pick, we're in a better position than you are, Chicago Bears, you would never stop laughing at them. You'd sit there and be like, how myopic are you? And so when Bears fans do that, I think we need to call it out for what it is. It's interesting that you say that. The only... The only caveat I'll give on that is, you know, and I'm sk- I'm jumping sports here, but like if you've got say a hurt David Robinson and you get the number one pick and get Tim Duncan, yeah, you're in a better position than a lot of sure, playoff sure, teams. Sure. But I think you're right. Justin Jefferson exists, and we've seen what he can do. And uh, it'd be nice to have someone like that for Justin Fields to throw to. Also, it's worth pointing this out: Kirk Cousins might be the greatest quarterback the Bears have ever had. Oh. If he, if he's you know what? You're, you're, you're not off facts. That's and that's that's sad, but it's true. Okay, no, it's true, and, and I'm not saying Kirk Cousins is the answer there. I don't know if you can win a Super Bowl with him, but I do know one thing: 
you can't play in the Super Bowl until you make the playoffs. And, and even if you lose in the first round, I, <laughs> I, I don't think it, you know, oh, it gets me worked up. I, the, the Bears are not above a 13 and 14 uh, because they happen to be the worst team in football. And, uh, you know, you can sit there and say, well, if we nail this draft and if we nail the next draft, maybe if we're lucky, we could be 13 and 4. And then if we lose in the first round, you can laugh at us. That's fine. But, uh, but I, I think saying you'd rather be the Bears diminishes just how hard it is to win, to host playoff games, and then to give yourself a chance to win the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> the Vikings, I tell you this, when they woke up yesterday, the Vikings had a uh, better than 0% chance of winning the Super Bowl. And I know what chance the Bears have. Yeah, we're talking to Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times here on 670 The Score. Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris hanging out with you guys. Pat, a big game tonight, one that both Marshall and I have been talking about at length. Dallas Cowboys going up against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, that one's going to be heard here on 670 The Score, by the way. Uh, thoughts on that game? Does Tom Brady – I don't know the answer to this. Does he have enough? Yeah, he has enough. <laughs> Do you think he'll, he'll pull it off, though? Do you think he'll pull off the victory tonight? First of all, that was the most seamless plug I've ever heard. That was a fantastic plug for, for airing the game tonight. Uh, no, I like Dallas, believe it or not. I, I think Dallas has gotten to the point because they kind of went to the finish that they're, that they're underrated. Uh, you, know, you know, Micah Parsons is going to be the best player on the field, and it's not going to be close. And, you know, it, this gets back to what we talked about at the start of our conversation. You, you need everything. Like, you need a defense. And, and in the modern NFL, you need to be able to rush the passer you know, that's what Michael Parsons does better than anybody walking the earth, probably. Um, you know, and Dak, man, Dak has been bad. What's that stat? You know, eight picks in the last eight games, something like that. But, but I would like to think that they turn around and hand the ball off and, and play some defense. And I, I like the Cowboys winning that game, you know, and, and maybe this will come back to bite me as, you know, as soon as 10 p.m. tonight. But if you were looking for kind of a long shot bet on a team to make the Super Bowl, I, I think I'd invest in Dallas just because when you look around at the rest of the NFC, I'm not sure that I believe in anybody else either. Wow. And see, the, the same reasons that you're talking about Dallas, that's how I look at Tom Brady in Tampa Bay as kind of a sneaky, all right, we'll get rid of Dallas at home. And who you look around the NFC and you're like, is Brock Purdy really going to play two more great games? And then the Eagles, you're like, is Lane Johnson's absence or a hurt Lane Johnson really going to be able to protect uh, Jalen Hurts? I, I have a lot of questions. I think Tom Brady could just kind of slip slip through. I remember how he was eliminated last year, I guess. Right. right. And, and, you know, and, and Jalen Hurts, like, Jalen Hurts, they're, they're damn lucky they didn't have to play a game this weekend. Because from everything I was reading, I don't know whether Jalen Hurts would have been very good uh, if not, you know, had been able to play at all. So, you know, I, the Eagles don't do it for me right now. The 49ers, like you mentioned, that rookie quarterback. And, you know, I saw what the Giants did last night. But, you know, if you want to tell me Daniel Jones is going to turn into Josh Allen for the next month, like, I'd let you bet on that because I, I don't see that happening. It's going to be a good, a good one. We're all going to be watching. Pat, thanks for hanging out with us today and jumping on early, all right? Hey, anytime, guys. Thank you. Love it. Patrick Finley from the Chicago Sun-Times hanging out with us here on 670 The Score. Uh, don't forget. Dallas, uh, Tampa Bay going to be heard right here on 670. The score pregame starts right at 630, so make sure you guys check that one out. Westwood One got the call for you right now. We have the call. Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris from CBS2 filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. And, you know, one position that we haven't discussed much of is the running back position for the Chicago Bears. Um, But we did see one, uh, did see a running back, excuse me, 
um, yesterday that could potentially be wearing the, the orange and blue for the Chicago Bears. Oh, you got that kind of money? Hey, it ain't my money. Right? That's what we were saying earlier. That's what I, that's what I always it. say. Okay. So uh, we are going to make the comparisons between David Montgomery and Saquon Barkley. Will either one of them be playing for the Chicago Bears next year? We'll discuss next. It's Gabe. It's Marshall. It's 670 to score. Dan Bernstein, Lawrence Holmes, middays 10 to 2 on 670 The Score and 670thescore.com in Odyssey Station. I just was soaking it all in, you know, reminiscing on uh, everything, you know, just being grateful for everything and, you know, taking a picture with my family. Is that because you don't know the future? I was just taking a picture with my family, bro, honestly. Mark Grody trying to get to the nitty gritty. Asking David Montgomery the tough questions that we all know they're not going to give the answers to. It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris filling in for Bernstein and Holmes here on 670 The Score. He hit him with the bro. Bro, come on, man. <laughs> you know I'm trying to just you take a picture know. of my family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you think David Montgomery will be a member of the Chicago Bears next season? I do. I do, too. I do. I feel like he likes it here. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna figure it out. I like it here too. I, They're gonna I, figure I, it out. I, 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 I it's not the same tone of a Roquan no. Smith. You, you feel me? No, no. There was there was a different level of praise. Yeah, because here's here's the other thing with that. Where even if David Montgomery feels he's deserved of a particular number, the same way Roquan did, is there going to be a suitor that gives him the money the way Wait, hold Roquan on. had? Before you even get to that part, Baltimore. is is there going to be an agent involved that can? Yes. Smooth it over. That, that that is well. <laughs> hey man, well shout out Roquan's agent because he got him twenty million a year. Yeah, can't be mad at that. Highest paid. I love it. Like you can't. Like I'm sure. I don't know if Ryan Poles was asked about that because I did that happen before the press conference. The uh, money. It did. I think it did. Money thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure he'll say I'm happy for Roquan that he got his. Of course he's gonna say <laughs> that. Um, someone else's name that's been coming up, uh, in in the rumor mill in, in, in regards to the next running back of the Chicago Bears. Is a guy who we all saw yesterday, and that's Saquon Barkley. I don't necessarily like that move. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because of the injuries, and you know we've seen him so many times get hurt, especially here in Chicago. It's definitely the injuries. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, Marshall. I learned something from everybody that's sitting in this room with, and and, and the, the one thing I'm learning from you is just to be just don't sugarcoat my my, my words. Stop playing devil, devil's advocate with my thoughts. I need to just go out there and be like, yeah. Saquon's hurt too much. I don't want him as, as a exactly. member of Chicago Bears. Because, look, right, I'm going to tell you, you, thank you, that's how I feel. Like, wait, yeah. what? Look, like, why is this even a conversation? Like, the running, back, the running back thing, I'm not saying they're all equal. Right. But I'm saying the impact of the game, position-wise, running back's in the bottom half of positions that have influence on the game. Yeah. And when, even when you're looking at the game yesterday, uh, Giants, Giants and Vikings, when you're looking at their stat line, he wasn't even their leading rusher. He didn't even get the most carries on the team. I mean, I know obviously Dan Jones was a lot of uh, scrambling right there. But only had nine nine rushes for 53 yards. Had two tutties, though. Had one nice run in the first half. And if they had lost the game, they'd be like, why didn't Saquon touch the ball more? You know how that goes. That's what I would have said if I was on sports radio in New York. Nine carries? You got Saquon barking everyone in the best seasons of his career, and you give him nine carries? This man did leaving. not make it all the way to the end yeah. of the season and into the playoffs just to only get the ball nine times. Finally healthy? Give him the ball. Feed the man. Yeah, that's what they were that, saying. That's, that's definitely what that's they most certainly. They might have been saying that even in a win. They might have been saying yeah. that. So you're looking at his stats, you know, from the season, Saquon Barkley, and obviously he's dealt with some injuries. And I think that's the one thing that you can say for David Montgomery is that he is sneakily an Iron Man. People don't 
really give him credit for that. He's had seasons where he's missed a game or two, but you know, this year played 16 out of the 17 games, even though you thought he dealt with an injury earlier in the season. Last year, of course, he missed those four. That's where you saw a little bit of Khalil Herbert. But the two years prior, 16 and 15 games. So David Montgomery is someone that can you know, be available for you, which is essentially what you want. I think the, the big issue is what? Just the home run factor, the inability to, 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 to take off for that big run. Like, what do you think people dislike about David Montgomery here in this city? I don't think anybody dislikes anything about David Montgomery. Or his, but game. I, but his I, game. But I think the home run factor, people want that. I mean, look, man, we're dealing with fans. Yeah. And fans are like, I want what that team has. I want what that team has. Like Saquon Barkley, they're like, oh, yeah, he only had nine carries. He did run for two touchdowns. He also did catch five of his six targets for 56 yards. Mm. Dynamic. That's dynamic. Even if you only ran for 53 yards, you were in the, you were in the, the score column. When it when it counted, you yeah. know how 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 often do Bears fans get upset when their team gets inside the ten yard line and can't punch it in? <laughs> I dealt, dealt with too much of that. In Yo, I'm sorry. That look, I look like I reached into uh, your soul a little bit when I asked that question. You have no, like that was my big gripe in the beginning of the season, where I would be like, "Can we just throw the damn ball when we're inside the gold zone, like they call it, inside the thirty yard line?" Like I was tired of it being first and goal. And the Bears would run three straight times or, or finally get inside the red zone and you're still continuing. Like At some point, I felt like the Bears needed to take a shot, right? Where last year you had a guy like Jimmy Graham where you saw him just throwing up the ball. Jimmy Graham's not there no more. We were supposed to have Cole Komet throw him up the ball. That never, just never happened. Back back corner of the end zone. Give somebody a chance. Never happened. So that's why, yeah, it did kind of made me feel a certain type of way, Bears in the red zone. So you look at David Montgomery and his numbers and like what he's done and what he's done in the past and how's it lining up. And how much of this is Justin Fields existing in the backfield now as a threat to run? And you're wondering, okay, do you need him? And that that's that's kind of the thing. Running backs, as we know, you can get one in the fifth round of the draft, and if yeah. you scout correctly, you're going to get a guy who can do stuff. I think the biggest issue with the Bears running back situation, specifically Khalil Herbert, is the inability to catch the ball out of the backfield. And I think that that's something that we didn't see a lot of from Justin Fields, but me personally, I would like him to lean on that outlet a little bit more. And David Montgomery can be that dude um, to do that. And, and Saquon's the, the same thing, right? 57 catches this year, only 300 yards. But, I mean, it's, it's the weapon, right? When you're looking at David Montgomery, you know, he, he had 34 out of the backfield this year. But, you know, Khalil Herbert, there was a big drop-off, you know, from one 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 running back to the next. So that's where I'm at. And I like David Montgomery. I think I, I really like the fact that he stepped up. I know this doesn't count for much when it comes to the eyes of management, but stepped up in that leadership role last year. You need that. And you need that, especially with this kind of a team, because you know you you feel good about Justin owning the offense, but I don't I didn't look at him as like a guy that would stand in front of the whole team and be like, all right, fellas, this is it. Like I didn't see Justin Fields that dude, but I did see David Montgomery as that guy. I think Justin Fields is more of a uh I don't want to say a quiet leader, but he leads through his actions. I mean he He's a second-year quarterback, too, so you know he's still growing into his actual role on the field. The leadership thing, though, it sounded like guys believed in what he was doing. When you hear his teammates talking about him as a leader, yeah, all great things, all you know, genuine things that they were saying about Justin Fields as a leader. But yeah, Montgomery, he's been here for a minute. He's seen good, bad, ugly. Yes. Now we can put ugly in the little check yeah. check mark box. Yeah. So. And the way he talked on that final day, the way he was taking in things as he was taking his one last lap around Soldier Field, he looks and sounds like a guy who truly wants to be here. Who would be hurt if he was gone. Right. 
but ben Gordon at the style. same time, he's on the right side of 30 for a limited time only. And NFL still stands for not for long. Yeah. And you got to get your money when you can get your money. 25 years old. 25. So That's like young. I, I bet you if I if I if I were to ask 10 random Bears fans how old David Montgomery is, they would like, not say oh, 29, 30 <laughs> for sure. Because I thought that right now. <laughs> it's like, damn, 25? You young, young. So, right. so, so this is your opportunity to probably get the biggest paycheck you're going to get. Yeah. So you got to be careful with it. That then sense. that's the one thing that would keep him from coming back. Ryan Poles strikes me as a guy who is going to be shrewd with all that cap space. Yeah, because you're looking at where he came from, Kansas City. They didn't necessarily uh, a lot a lot of their money for the running back position. So, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. But I hope that you got to make you know you can't just get rid of everybody. I mean, you can, but you really shouldn't, right? You got to have one guy or something to just make everybody else feel like, hey, if you perform at a high level, if you buy into our culture and our program, then we'll reward you at the end. And that's the opportunity they have right now with David Montgomery. Uh, It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on 670, the score filling in for Bernstein and Holmes. Uh, Let's go out to the phone lines, 312-644-6767. We're going to talk to Jay on the south side. Jay, uh, you had an interesting question about the current roster and and where uh, they might be next year, right? Yeah, so um, so my question is, um, how many players do the Bears still have on the contract, and how many players do you guys think they will keep? Because we have a hundred million in cap space, but if the Bears make four or five big free agent signings, won't that money go down quick? And then how many Bears reshare the roster? So. I don't know the exact number. Yeah, I don't know the number. We got a lot of openings. It's like, uh, imagine when they open up a new store anywhere. It's like, you got a lot of openings. And you might bring in some people from some other stores to help with the store opening. But <laughs> you still got a lot of openings. <laughs> right, right, right. The Bears went 3-14. and 14. They got a lot of openings. Yeah. Start with the defensive line. I was like, we were talking about, <clears throat> Zero. how many of these guys do you want back? Zero. Like, now you might get one or two as a backup, I'm saying. Yeah. Like, Justin Jones. Yeah, like, but obviously you need four new starting guys on the defensive that line. Hurts. And it's a rotational position. So really, you need six. like six. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we got a lot of openings. And I think that's why I said being shrewd with the money with, when it comes to David Montgomery. Ryan Poles is going to prioritize what we need. And running back is far down that list. It is. It's super far. You can draft a running back. In the, in the fifth you can round. Also sign, you can also sign like a fringe guy. Like, you can say, all right, I saw Tristan Ebner. We don't want that, Please but let's no. go out and get something else okay. and make it work. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a handful of guys that are going to be here next year. Um, I think it's, it's – I think like you've been saying a lot today, Marshall, it's dependent on what Poles does first, right? Like, what is he addressing? And then that might determine how many of these guys are going to be left over and still playing on this team. But I think we both can agree that we would like David Montgomery to be one of those dudes. Yeah. If, if it works financially, uh, feasibly, sure. I just don't know if the numbers are going to add up to David Montgomery and his agents liking. All right. Um, uh, we, we got about another hour left here. So if you guys got any thoughts on um, Bears, um, Bears, Bulls, we're going to get to that in a second. Uh, please feel free to call in 312-644-6767. Our producer extraordinaire, Doing it all by himself today. Tyler Butterball is on the phones if you want to call in, all right? Uh, but we are going to finally get the opportunity to talk some Cubs. Their big convention was over the weekend, and they just made a big deal, uh, a big move by signing Trey Mancini for that two-year deal. Uh, where does he fit into this Cubs lineup? Got a lot of first basemen, 
Uh, got some DHs in there, but but where will he make the biggest impact? And uh, what will this roster look like heading into next season in terms of them competing for the NL Central? We get the chance to talk to Megan Monomoro on the other side. What does she have to say about the Chicago Cubs team? We'll find out after the break. It's Gabe Ramirez, Marshall Harris here on 670 The Score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.